Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. I'm your host, Annie Miller. Today we're going to continue this little mini series about macros and we're going to talk about carbs and some of the reasons why our body needs carbs. So carbs or carbohydrates, carbs is just short for carbohydrates. In recent years, especially, I think carbs have kind of gotten a bad rap and it does seem like we're kind of coming out of that a little bit. There is still a lot of misinformation out there about carbohydrates. Um, One big thing that I hear is, you know, people talking about how they need to cut out carbs and then it's really common for people to not realize that fruits and vegetables are actually a form of carbohydrates. So anyway, it's just interesting. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So I just kind of want to talk about carbohydrates today and why our bodies need them. Carbohydrates are the quickest, easiest source of energy for our bodies. What does that mean? That means that when our body is converting our food into energy, energy meaning all the many functions that our body needs to do, carbs are the easiest source for our body to turn to to do that. Carbs break down into glucose, which is our body's main source of energy. So there are four calories in every one gram of carbs, and carbs break down into three different chemical structures in our bodies. So the three chemical structures are sugar, starch, and fiber. So sugars are sometimes called simple carbohydrates because their chemical structure is simple. It's just one or two sugar molecules. Sugars are found in things like fruits, dairies, and other sweeteners. Starches and fibers are called complex carbs because their structure is more complex. They're made of more than two molecules. Starches can be found in foods like beans, whole grains, vegetables like potatoes and corn, and then fibers found in fruits like berries or bananas. It's also found in vegetables, beans, legumes, nuts, and seeds. Sugars and starches get broken down for energy use and storage in our cells, our tissues, and our organs. And sugar breaks down really quickly and our body burns through it really quickly. Our body burns through starch slightly slower than it burns through sugar. And then fiber passes through our body mostly undigested. It's the indigestible parts of plants. It passes through our digestive system unabsorbed. And so there are two types of fiber. There's soluble fiber, there's insoluble fiber. As fiber passes through our system, it kind of acts like this weird bungee something, okay? It scoops up or sucks in toxins and waste and cholesterol particles and excess hormones. And it also helps push food through our digestive tract. So you just kind of want to think of it as like this sponge that sops up everything that we don't need and it helps push it out. Adequate fiber can help regulate your blood sugar, assist in regulating your body weight, lower your cholesterol, aid in digestion and detoxification, and lots of other things. Most of us should aim for around 25 to 35 grams per day of fiber. Higher amounts of that can cause some gut issues and digestive upsets, but aiming for that 25 to 35 grams per day of fiber can be a really great first goal for you to shoot for when you're paying attention to fiber. When we consume more carbohydrates than our bodies need in that moment, it's stored for future use. Some of the glucose in our bodies is turned into glycogen, that's the storage form of it, which gets deposited into our livers and our muscles, and it kind of acts like a backup storage for our body, and our body will use it when we need it. So sometimes that it might use it is like if you go for a long bike ride or a long run, or even if you're like 
going for a long time between meals, your body's first going to go to that glycogen storage. And that's actually one of the reasons why if you drop carbs out of your diet or you decrease them by a large amount, you'll see a fairly significant scale weight drop because carbs are made up of a lot of water and that glycogen storage. And when you eat less carbs, you deplete that glycogen storage in your body. So you'll see that scale drop quickly, but then you might notice that if you add carbs back in, you'll see the scale go back up. And that doesn't mean you've gained fat. It just means you have more water and glycogen storage in your body. Carbs are going to help fuel your workouts and help fuel your day more efficiently. So it's important for our bodies to get the vitamins and minerals or the other micronutrients that we get largely from the foods that we're eating. So eat a variety, pair carbs with a protein source when possible. And then yes, there are things like donuts, cookies, candies, chips. Those are also forms of carbohydrates. And obviously we know those aren't necessarily the most nutritious thing that we can eat, right? But that doesn't mean we need to be afraid of them. When you're factoring in life enjoyability, don't be afraid to eat those kinds of things. Obviously you're just going to want to eat them at a lower amount. You're going to want to get most of your nutrition from whole food sources, but don't be afraid to eat foods that you enjoy also. I think enjoyability is a huge factor that gets skimmed over a lot of times when we're talking about nutrition. And it's just important to keep that element in your nutrition plan in order for it to be something that is long-term sustainable for you. So if you're in a place where you have labeled carbs as bad or really any food, I'm gonna push back on that a little bit. And so I'm sure you've heard me say this before if you've listened to any of my other episodes, food is amoral. It does not have a morality. It is not good or bad. So yes, there are foods that are full of nutrition that our bodies need and then there are foods that are not as nutritious, but they might contribute to that enjoyability factor in life. Here's a little activity you could do if you are someone who's really struggled eating with something because you have labeled it as bad or off limits. Make a list of those foods and then write down next to it why you think it's bad. Is there a memory associated with that food? Did you hear someone call it bad and you just kind of adopted that label with for yourself? So sit with yourself for a minute and just kind of see what comes up for you. And by the way, I'm not speaking to someone with a diagnosed eating disorder. If that's you, you should definitely be talking to your doctor, a dietitian, therapist about those feelings that come up for you. But for most of us in just kind of the general population, we still might have some disordered patterns around eating or the way that we label food. And so just learning how to shift the language and going from like saying, I can't eat X, Y, Z, it's so bad for me, or oh, I was so naughty this weekend, I ate blah, blah, blah. Just a little shift where you say something like, I choose not to eat that, I don't want to. It's a much more empowered place to approach your nutrition. It's your choice. and. One way or another, it is your choice, right? But when you're saying it like it's bad or it's junk or whatever, obviously you can hear in those language patterns the negativity that comes up with that. And a lot of times there just comes this restrictive mindset with that and your brain kind of likes to push back against that restriction. So making it a choice for you instead, I choose not to eat this because I don't want to, it doesn't make me feel awesome or you know, whatever it is. But if you've been restricting for a long time, I think of it kind of like a rubber band. So you can push against that for so long, but eventually the rubber band is either going to break or it's going to bounce back and hit you in the face, right? So make a list of those foods. Maybe even try eating some of them. If there's something that's been super duper off limits for you, maybe try eating it and watch how you think and feel and act 
around that food. And if your impulse is now I have to run it off or now I have to scarf down the whole thing without even tasting it, or you like tend to hide that treat or whatever it is, remove the shame from that food. And removing shame can be a huge step to removing your own mental blocks with self-sabotage. One of the reasons that I like macros so much is because when you're paying attention to your macros, it can be a really great way for you to create balanced nutrition. Things that maybe you would have cut out before don't have to be off limits. Things that you weren't super great at eating before, maybe like eating fruits and vegetables, you start to notice and pay attention to some of the benefits of adding in those foods. You'll notice that when you pair your carbohydrates with a protein source, you feel full longer. And so just to kind of sum this up, don't be afraid to eat carbs, eat a variety, pair your carbs with a protein source when possible, remove moral labels that you have on foods, eat to fuel your body and eat to enjoy your life. All right. That is this little episode on carbohydrates. If you have any questions or you feel like you're someone who really struggles with some of these food labels and you would like to kind of get out of that pattern and you want to start enjoying your foods a little bit more, that can be a really great time for you to reach out for coaching. Whether it's from me or another coach, it doesn't really matter, but get yourself some coaching. Um, work through some of those kinds of thoughts and feelings and see what comes up for you and like why that's kind of been holding you back. Thanks so much for listening. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, will you please leave me a five-star rating on whatever app you're listening to it on? They're all kind of different in how you leave ratings and reviews, but most of them have a star system or some type of rating that you can leave. And it just really helps the podcast be seen by the algorithm and help other people who might be interested in some of these health and fitness topics be able to find me too. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great week and I will chat with you later.